0: Welcome, tabletop players. My name is Ruin Ortega, and in this episode, I'm your game master because we're playing the generic universal role playing system, or GURPS, by Steve Jackson Games. Joined with me, as always, is my co host Cade.
1: Hi, I'm Cade. And yeah, GURPS is a catch all system for any genre of tabletop you want to play, uh, and we're having a pretty good time with it as I wrap up to our season. And of course, we're joined with our players, Jaden.
2: Thanks for tuning in, I guess. At this point, we're actually listened to enough that I should say that.
0: (laughs) And Jody. Hey, everyone. That's right, we're playing GURPS. This is our fourth actual play episode. Uh, If you're listening to this, please go ahead and thank our patrons like we're going to, which are... I had it ready, and then I didn't we're new to this patrons are a new thing for us um however we are going to stop and thank ravencroft guitars artemis kayla l silver valentine and Affy the dm so thank you so much for supporting us on patreon all your hard-earned dollars go towards our coffee which this week we are bringing you the country house medium roast by two bears coffee Cade, how would you describe this coffee
1: uh, we described this coffee as being a very safe one for people who are not necessarily adventurous coffee drinkers, uh, and we rated it a 3.5 out of 5 void swamps.
0: Yep, a pretty average coffee for a pretty average system, and not in the worst way possible. They're all pretty good. But with that, grab a mug, fill a full of the hot stuff, and sit back and listen as we play the Generic Universal role playing System by Steve Jackson Games
1: all right how you guys doing uh doing all right uh excited for our our season finale um I mean, I guess we still have the review after this, but as far as actual play content, this is our season finale of uh, messing around in the universe, multiverse, whatever you want to call it, that Rune has created for us.
2: Mm-hmm. Two seasons down, that's pretty crazy.
1: <sighs> it is pretty crazy. Yeah.
2: <sighs>
0: Yeah, this is a a pandemic project that uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but supposedly, uh, but the pandemic's over. That's what we've been told. Um, I beg to differ.
1: I don't think anybody's (laughs) actually
3: said that from a serious position. As I
1: I tested positive this morning, I beg to differ.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it's it is it is crazy that um, I think when we started this podcast, uh, we did not think.
3: That uh,
0: the pandemic was going to last that long. And here we are at the end of season two. And um, I-, I think we're going to go into a season three. But who knows if COVID's going to still be a thing. Uh, I, ch- I guess check back in like September or October and we'll have an answer.
1: Are we only doing this during COVID? Look, like, I, did, I didn't. I was having fun. I-, I didn't know we had an expiration date. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well it's it's yet to be
0: determined but we do uh we do have plans for a season 3 in the works and i uh, just got to get there give us time get, listen to the content first anyways with that the generic universal role playing system uh we're going we've we've given this uh, a very homebrew kind of Campaign. Uh, we have taken all of the things that we've done all season and tried to mimic them <laughs> into this system uh, to varying effects. Uh, outside of a review, how do you guys feel feel like our um, mishmash of systems has paid off so far?
1: Uh, I think it's gone well. Um, I think there has definitely been some hiccups in terms of like. I think pushing the limits of what a generic system is actually capable of Um, and I think that we're gonna kind of get into some of that in the review in terms of how does this stack up to more specific um, less generalized systems Um, but I think that for the most part it's a pretty good catch-all for most things that people would want to do and it does them well enough
2: yeah I mean I'm kind of same boat I've enjoyed it I haven't felt like oh no I have to play this system so it's not a train wreck that's for sure Um, but yeah I don't know I think it's uh, I've been enjoying it and I feel like taking it from a homebrew perspective is probably the best way to be looking at this I think we're giving it a pretty honest run in a certain sense because I feel like that is where the system's probably most powerful is whatever crazy idea you want to run this week you can probably make it happen and find rules that support it (laughs)
1: Yeah, does Gurps have like official modules for like campaigns?
0: Uh they do. They have <clears throat> um they have different like it'll be called like Gurps Adventure 1 or Gurps oh, Fantasy okay. 1 2 3. Um and they they have like I don't know if they're full-on campaigns, but there's scenarios attached oh, okay. to them. Um, as well as they usually have like Um, more specific things that you wouldn't see inside of the core manual so like there might be like custom spells custom monsters things like that okay which is actually where i am drawing a lot of the things that we're getting is from the fantasy modules gotcha
3: i'm getting like the same vibes i did off starfinder where i'm like it's fine but like if I was gonna do a scenario in a more specialized environment, like a fantasy scenario or a sci-fi scenario, I probably would just go for a fantasy or a sci-fi like rule set instead of using this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I'll save my my real comment for the the review, um, but I think overall, I it's it's fine. I'm liking it. Uh, I think it did work well enough, as was uh, kind of stated, for taking the other systems and implementing it into one. Uh, but uh, it does have some some things you got to work with there. But uh, with that, we'll save the rest of our thoughts on it for the final review, as we take our scene curtains up onto a prison cell where you were transported to find Arid Proct. Lying on the ground, picking himself up, and congratulating you uh, on making it through that last uh, trial or challenge, and reuniting with him, and that's where we begin.
1: So I mean, like, Aaron, you're you're a god. Can you like make a key to the to the cell? Just like you know, nope. Oh, click. Ah, we're free.
0: Like walk out. And... He he laughs and says normally yes however he's not sure why like it made sense in the void swamp why his powers weren't working um he wonders if it's something that kalendor's been doing or maybe it's just the pure exhaustion of trying to cast that last spell uh when his powers weren't working properly to begin with but um he seemingly cannot (coughs) get out of this room And you can see that like the only other feature of this kind of blank area is just an iron door. um, Almost like one that would drop from the ceiling.
2: Before we get too far ahead of ourselves and get running out there, what's the guard duty like? Like, Do you know what their schedule is like? Has there been people coming by? Do we got some time to chill and maybe patch ourselves up a tiny bit if need be?
0: So... Arid... Like... Kind of explains that he's not sure how long you were you guys were in that plane of existence that he like the church, mm-hmm. but he's been here for countless days and nights. Um, he says it's probably been less than a month, but it's definitely been more than a week. He lost count at one point, point. Um, and the only thing that's happened is. Um, He had uh, Kalandor send people in to uh, give him continual beatings and things like that. But um, other than that, he doesn't rely on like sustenance or things like that. So he doesn't know if there's been somebody watching the whole time. He just knows that he is unable to open the door in his current state. And um, he suspects that the beatings have been to keep him from regaining his, his energies and things like that.
2: What were the FP rules? was not it you gain an FP a minute or something like that, or every ten minutes?
3: I think it's. I thought it was full. It was like after one a rest. per ten minutes of rest, like okay. one FP per ten minutes of rest. So after like a full night's rest, essentially, you would have gained back like like a lot. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, if you wanted to get ten back, you only got to hang out for an hour and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to? Does anyone else? I'm a little low. My guy could probably use a quick break. Oh, and I also kind of want to run my spell on healing up smack. So, yeah, if I could at least have like an hour if we wanted to try and like hunker down, be ready for anything in case somebody does come by. I have some spells that'll be good for us to get out of the way. Like, I have, um, I can cast a pretty gnarly <laughs> fart off on one side that keeps people out of there for a while. They definitely don't want to be going in there. I got that sweet, sweet stench spell. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I could use a tinker trunk. Yeah,
3: I'll
1: uh, I'll expend one of my FP to heal myself back up to full, and then if we're gonna wait, I'll just get that FP back anyways. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say probably any FP we burn for healing right now, we can chill. If we chill for like two hours, we should easily be able to get any of our pools refilled completely. So hopefully nobody comes by for the next two hours.
3: (laughs) So so that I was gonna say that iron. door like that kind came down comes down from the ceiling is that like uh on the wall or on the the cell like the bars like is it a second entrance slash exit in this area it's the only exit the only okay um if I try and work it is it like locked or is it just heavy
0: uh it, it appears like it's like heavy, like, you can't see a locking mechanism?
3: I'd give it a try in bear form. Sure. Okay, so... My bear, I got a character sheet for it
2: here.
3: I believe I have, yeah, 27 strength. So, it's like, basically, I can't fail the roll unless I crit fail, but yeah i rolled an eight so can i lift the door as a bear what's the ratio of strength to weight strength to weight i don't know (laughs) i know they break it down oh Uh, my basic lift is strength times strength divided by five so let me just whip to a calculator (laughs) which uh, 145.8 145.8 pounds uh, i guess so yeah
0: or units because they often just use units so yeah. th- that's an interesting concept too is that girps does have like basic lift and things like that for your strength um so jody you in your bear form you managed to get your claws underneath the door just a little bit like enough to have a grip on it and you can tell that this thing would lift if you were strong enough, but you alone are not strong
3: enough. Mm. Okay.
2: I can add a sweet 160 to that with a two-handed lift.
3: Yeah. I, like, mm. growl back at them because I'm a bear.
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I don't have much on my basic lift. Uh, Two-handed lift, 272. We'll get on in here. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> the uh, the the
0: three of you very easily are able to lift it above your head, and uh, you let um, you let Proct slip out underneath it before stepping out, and sla- and it falls, slamming to the ground behind you, um, and you are in the middle of a hall.
1: Uh, is there? Describe the hall. Is like, what do we see? There's only
0: one one path forward for you to follow and it, it zigs around some corners but um, you can't really see it's too much ahead of you
3: i'd like to use my powerful bare sense of smell i don't know if there's actually a ruling for that <laughs> that's a great question
0: like a i guess it would be um your intellect
3: Or There's a very low intellect And I would fail it anyway
0: Okay I rolled like uh, a 16 So you uh, You like kind of try, try to sniff out Some stuff and um, you, you don't smell anything too crazy Like uh, maybe the stench of, of blood like old blood And things like that um, Maybe some uh, stone And dust but other than that It's um, nothing too alarming That you can smell
3: just gonna shamble on down the hallway okay so you go
0: west a ways and you um come to a, a turn in the, in the path that goes south and you go down that just a little ways before then going uh west again some more and you turn to the south one last time to encounter a door. It's just uh, like a regular, a little bit larger than your average human-sized door,
3: made out of metal. Is it uh, got like a handle, or is it another lifter? Uh, is, is a handle, yep. like to test the handle, see what happens. Like, is it just locked? Does the door explode? It <laughs> is unlocked. Okay. I'll trip it with my claw and just kind of let it swing open. Look in from the outside okay um it looks
0: like a like a pretty um packed room with bookcases um on one side and uh, another door at the very far end um and some tables it's It's almost like a study area, honestly
2: we must be quite the sight this weird eggy round robot thing, a bear. <laughs> sneaking around a guy in a huge set of armor and one dude that looks like he's been fight clubbed for the last month straight.
0: <laughs> and um, Proct, as he's kind of limping along, he says, oh, yes, I remember this. We spent many hours, many hours in this room just studying and, and, and writing down as much as we could of all the different worlds we'd been cataloging as much as we could. Uh, now, there's... It's it's slightly different, though. Um, I can't quite put my finger on it, but... Something, something feels off. Hmm.
2: Okay, well, so there's something off, but we're not sure what's off. Hmm. So, you said there's just kind of like a normal room, books... Table, nothing really crazy going on per se.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. There is the other door across. You could try to do that, or you could try to, you know, sit here and and, you know, Consider figure out what maybe it
2: is.
1: You probably move on. Go to the other door is probably Ooh, the better idea.
2: But what if there's some sweet, sweet goodies in here, guys? <laughs> I, I'm just going to take a quick scope around and see if there's, like, anything that inherently looks, like, just a little bit off, right? Like, if, like, all the books are, like, are, like bound similarly and then there's one that's, like, blood red, I would like to see if I could find something like that.
0: Mm. So, as you, um, why don't you why don't you roll me, um, an intelligence?
2: Ooh, yeah, I can do that. Absolutely, all day. That is a... What do we got there? Nine... That's a thirteen or a twelve, and I have a fourteen intelligence, so I'm good.
0: So you go over and you you look at the the bookcase, which it almost looks like it's been ransacked. Like there's there's books mm. kind of just all on the ground and things like that, and, but not like a crazy amount, but enough that you like somebody's been digging through this, you know. They
2: were looking, for and something.
0: you notice that there are four books on the ground that when you grab one of them it really doesn't look unordinary. Like it almost looks like it's a fake book or like, you know, like there's symbols inside of it, but not ones that you've ever seen. It's almost looks like it's a prop.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, and then further to that, um, you notice that there are no spaces on the bookshelf. Like all of the all of the books are aligned perfectly without any sort of gaps.
2: Hmm. Interesting. So we've got four potentially fake books and all the spaces are filled. Did they just like try and hide books in here and then make the mistake of just leaving the other ones on the floor? I feel like there's stealthy hidden books. Is there any way to distinguish like or see where there was like the hole was? Was there like is there dust and there's like a spot where the dust was disturbed? Or anything that would indicate where a book was slid out and a new one was replaced into its spot.
0: Why don't you... Like, there's hundreds of books here. So, um, if unless you have another solution, I'm probably going to ask for um, another intelligence roll, but at a uh, harder difficulty. Yeah, so, actually, you know what? That. I think... Let's see. I'm, I'm going to make it a perception roll.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my perception's even better. One better, to be specific. <laughs> and you said it was at a minus what? No, I'm just going to make it a straight oh. different
0: rule. Yeah, just a perception okay. rule.
2: So that's an 11 under a 15, so I'm good.
0: So, you know, you, you the first step was putting together, like, what's going on here. And you thought of the idea that, like, hey, they've probably switched some things out here. Hmm. And then using, you know, your your... Basic Instincts, you look at all these books, and you notice that, like, three of them have a slightly different spine. As if when somebody was trying to replicate all of the ones here, it was a, a rough counterfeit, should we say.
2: Mm-hmm. So, like, the other ones look a little faded. These ones just have, like, that little extra color in them because they haven't been sitting for as long or something like that.
0: Yeah, something like that.
2: Cool. Well, I'm grabbing them suckers. No questions asked.
0: So, you notice that the titles are uh, as follows Primordial, Vita, and Polaris.
1: We're missing one because those are the sure names of the, the door yeah I don't remember what it was called yeah
2: Justinia or something was in it something justice related I yeah.
1: feel
0: like yeah and Arid looks up and he's like "That's that's that has to be it that has to be it. It has to be it what I spent so long in that damn core and I can't even remember the name of it what was the final
1: portal called
0: I'll have all of your okay. characters make an intelligence roll minus two. Oh,
2: I appreciate that because I'm not going to remember that any better.
3: Oh, uh, that's failure!
1: I definitely fail as well. Minus two? You don't want to make it minus one? I don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you sure?
3: Well, no. I guess at minus two, yes, I would have just made it. You just made it? Yeah. I, if I, a oh. match is a success, I forget. Like Jody out of thirteen
0: yes matches a success okay. uh, Jody you have just the slight inkling
3: that it was lasticia uh, yes lasticia I remember everybody I knew I- it all along I loved her last you-
1: album <laughs>
3: as you
0: speak the words aloud the bookcases shake and rattle and then split apart revealing a secret door that's called
2: teamwork.
0: And now you have two paths ahead of you. In front, there is a large room, and then to the and that's to the um, west. And to the south, there is another door.
2: Well, I'm just going through the bookcase. I didn't find this bookcase door to not use the bookcase door. Unless someone's really opposed to the bookcase door, then I'll. I'm not that <laughs> big of a stickler, but.
1: Nah, you got to use the bookcase door. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Special room, guys. Come on. Let's roll.
0: <laughs> as you guys enter the room, the bookcase behind you begins to slowly rattle and slowly inches back towards each other as if they're going to close.
2: Um, I am going to try and cast rooted feet on it. I don't know. I might only work on people. But let's see here. Where's rooted feet? The su- It says the subject's feet. Does it have feet? That's the question.
0: <laughs> do wheels count as feet? I think so. I think that's up to you. I mean, I- if,
2: if in my best interest, they definitely do, but...
0: All right, I'll tell you what. I'll make the difficulty. I'll put a minus two on it because it's not, like, feet as we would think of it.
2: Okay this only buys us a minute though it, it holds it in place for or wait so no oh they have to roll they have to roll a resistance
0: so there's no resistance but that's the only way to succeed
2: okay well, no uh, if, if for it to start moving again it has to roll a minus five against resistance oh, it says. so
0: it's not going to so if you succeed at a minus two it'll just okay. stick
2: oh i've got a pretty good luck here i got an 18 for the spell Oh yeah, we're good.
0: That's ten. Absolutely. So um, you managed to you get the one bookshelf to stick in place. The other one still goes all the way, um, but then it stops. It doesn't actually like it doesn't meet up with the other one. It stops in the middle of where it would have split.
2: We got some gap. I'm yeah. glad
0: for it. Yeah, exactly. And in front of you is the following
2: you oh, wait, see no. that only lasts for a minute. We got to go fast.
0: <laughs> um you see in front of you a massive cavern with a pool of water and across the length of it runs a series of like Stepping stones, but like as big as possible, probably your two feet could fit on, no wider. And there's another door off to the north, as well as one off to the west.
2: So, are the stepping stones what leads to the doors, or are the stepping stones just going to a different thing?
0: Uh, the stepping stones lead to the doors, so there is a branching path when it gets to uh, each direction.
2: If only I didn't have (laughs) Mm. walk-on-air. Who wants to walk-on-air, guys?
1: I mean, judging by how well it went for me last time we had Stepping Stones, Mm. I wouldn't say no, but also if Jody's, like, really firm that his bear doesn't. Doesn't do stepping stones. I would also got a
3: ring of flight too.
0: So oh, Oh, perfect. Like I wanted to see the Um, bear doing stepping stones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, it only lasts for one minute. Um, so does it seem like I can get across it in a minute? I don't know what my moving. I'm sure I would just move at my normal speed with walk on air. I don't think it gives you any extra movement. So that's five units or whatever per second.
0: And you need to do you need to spend what per second? Sorry, what? Sorry, I I kind of missed the the, the oh the spell
2: lasts for a minute, so I just need to be sure I can get across that in a minute, or else I'm just gonna fall into the water. Oh,
0: and you can go. F-
2: I can go 300 units in a minute.
0: Yeah, no, you, you're good. You're good.
2: Okay, that yeah. seems like I can go real fast in a minute, but
0: yeah, and you were able to pick Kate up. That's how that worked, right?
2: Um, well, I have to cast it twice, so I have right. to. To make sure I succeed in my cast of it so I'll start on myself because I'm not going to you know, risk it first um, that is a success on the cast and that costs me two each time I cast it so I'll hit one for Cade and that's a success as well that's a seven so nice. we are walking on air
0: nicely nice done uh, Jody your ring of flight uh, what's the cost on that it is. I think it was one FP per movement, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm burning that FP.
0: Yeah. Um. So, Jody, I would say it would take you probably three movements to cross to either of the doors. Okay. So you'll uh, burn three FP. And uh, which door did you guys want to go to?
1: The left one.
2: Yeah, I said by Cade's rule, it's
1: good. Adventures one go left. left. Yeah, good adventures go left. Okay, so that would be
0: the west <laughs> door. So, yeah. Uh, as you now, uh, Jaden, just for clarification, uh, your flight spell does that require concentration?
1: Um, is that a like, thing in this system?
2: Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. I think I can't remember what actually constitutes when it happens. Let me quickly see if I can't find that. Where is concentration? Um. Okay, concentration. You can maintain a spell without concentration. it requires constant manipulation and change. So it's uh, whether you consider the spell to require constant manipulation and change. Which I don't know if walking on air would fit into that category. So it's... Uh, example to maneuver a levitating object. I feel like that would be the same thing. So like I kind of got to focus on like keeping air firm in like where each foot is going for both of us. So I would say yeah it takes concentration.
0: Okay. Okay. Well as um do you do you like grab the door? I assume that you're kind of in in the front because you did fly right away.
2: Um yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah? I, would, I would decide what else we got to do. We can stand in this room all day but
0: Okay. As you reach out to grab the door, I'm going to need you to make uh, a dexterity (laughs) minus three.
2: Okay. So, that'll be against effect and then for concentration to see whether I keep it, I then roll a will roll as well. Um, Yeah, if I'm distracted, injured, or stunned. So, you said this is a dex roll, right?
0: Yeah. As all of a sudden, you are hit with a stream... Of acid coming towards you. Ooh.
2: Um, and you said that, was it at a minus or was it just a straight deck?
0: It's a minus three.
2: Minus three. As it oh, takes you by surprise. I did. So three from 12 is nine and I have a nine here. So I just Success. made the dex roll. All
0: right. So you managed to uh, like jump out of the way just in time. However, Jody, you were behind them, right? Yeah. Now, was Cade flying on his own, or were you holding Cade? How did that work?
1: I was flying I, like, on my own. Cast he casted it, it on me. So, yes. Alright,
0: yeah. yeah. so it was Jaden, and then Cade, and then Jody? Yeah. Alright, so Cade, you will also have to make that roll.
1: Uh, with the same minus, or do I get less of one because I saw him dodge it? Yes,
0: a minus away. two.
1: Minus two, and that was Dex, you said, correct? Yeah. Uh, oh, I critically succeeded on that one. (laughs) Okay. okay, And then, Jody, the same thing, and I'll also give it to you at a minus two. I dodged the shit out of it. (laughs) Yeah, I dodged it. I
2: love the idea of this, that we're like, each just like, oh, passing it on to the next guy.
1: (laughs) However,
0: Jaden, you're going to have to roll against your concentration in order to keep you and Cade levitating um, as you're distracted momentarily away. And Jody
3: will as well. And that is just a IQ check?
2: Oh, it's a will check at minus Kay. three. Okay. Success. I'm good. I got a nine under a 12.
0: Kate, did you roll twice? Once for you, once for Kate.
2: I only rolled from, uh, I will call that first one myself, so let's do Kate now. I feel <laughs> like
1: think I give I, myself the success. Nope, that's fair. Honestly, I, mean, I, I I think, I think, think it's fair,
0: because you would, you would be concerned about yourself first. I also think...
1: I also think okay. with a critical success on my deck save, if, I do, if he does let me go, I'm able to, like, grab something. I would agree with that. Alright.
2: Yeah. I got another success on that one as well. Perfect.
0: Perfect. And Jody, you succeeded? Yep. Yeah. So all three of you are able to, like, redirect yourselves as the acid flows into the pool, uh, seemingly without end. Uh, and this appears to have been a trapdoor and you are left to only go through the other remaining door into the next room.
2: Um. So, within this time for me to get to the next door, has it been a, has a minute gone by in that time? Because if so, then I have to pay another, um, I think one per, because my costs are minus for that spell. Minus one, yeah. So I'd have to pay another two points to keep me and Kate in the air if, for each minute that I need to keep the spell going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would say you'd have to pay it.
2: Okay, damn it! I'm down. I'm almost half out of FP. Good thing we stayed for a little while and relaxed.
0: And then Jody, we'll say that you have to pay another two FP um, okay. to get through this next door. But uh, you guys approach it a little bit more cautiously this time. Do you do you go into it immediately?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. When have I ever been scared by doors? Only Never. that one time that you gave me PTSD of the exact same doors. <laughs>
3: It was great seeing The <laughs> look on your face—he had to take that one. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh yeah, he's kicking around again. Let's he throw is. him at stuff again. He is.
0: He is. So, um, you open up the next door, uh, and you see just like it's almost like a little mudroom, you know, just a little like five by five room with a door off to the west.
2: I'm going to scrape Smack's feet off on the little like welcome mat or whatever. It says, "Bless this mess" or something really cheesy. I'm sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so as you uh, step forward into the room, uh, all of a sudden you are hit with uh, an electric shock through your entire mech. Uh, I will give you a um, a dexterity minus six to try to avoid this and step backwards.
2: Okay. Well, we'll see how this one works here because that's that's me rolling under a six. I'm not loving my odds, but nope. I did not. That is a nine.
0: All right. Well, you are going to get uh, 13 damage to the mech suit as it bypasses the armor.
2: I'm not cool with that, if I'm being honest. <laughs> he's he's not going to. He's only he's a little under half health, whatever. He's, he's happy to be here. <laughs> Good thing I'm still all safe inside didn't get just roasted from the electricity <laughs> flowing through my mech. <laughs> I'm going through that other door.
0: So you continue stepping forward?
2: Well, I mean, what else am I going to do? I don't... I'm, oh, I hey, I have common sense as an advantage. If I'm about to do something that's stupid, the DM rolls against my... I would say I feel like Dex is not right. Why would common sense be my Dex? I feel like that's gotta be, a joke, but it could be Dex. Let's find that common sense. Yeah, it's against my IQ. So okay. My What's your IQ?
1: It's
2: a fourteen. So if I if you succeed, you have to be like, hadn't you better think about that or something general You're warningy.
0: Definitely gonna take more damage if you walk across that floor.
2: Am I on the floor? I thought. I, I guess yeah. I you said you wiped your feet floating. on the mat. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh. I did wipe my feet. Well I would have already lost that, so I'm just gonna like step back out of the room and like like gesture with my mech for someone else to take over.
3: <laughs> Can I try it while levitating? Uh, yes. Um, okay.
0: But you notice that this room is a little bit more cramped. Than others, So can you just make me like a straight dex roll? Just succeeded. I rolled 13 out of 13. So you managed to like fit snugly like in... Um, are you still in bear form? No, no. I dropped bear oh, okay. form. Okay. So you managed to like find that nice balance <clears throat> where you're not like totally ducking, but you notice that the room is, is lower than others. Um, and you're floating in the middle of it being like... Mm, and give me a perception roll. Oh, roll rolled a four. You, uh, Isn't a four a critical success? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, with your perception roll, you see little lines of jumping electricity along the floors, ceiling, and walls. But that door doesn't seem to be uh, having the same effect on it.
3: Okay. Uh, float to the door. I'm just going to take two more FP off. And I'll touch the door. It does not shock you.
0: I'll open the door. You see a large, large hall
3: beyond that is very dimly lit. I pull Jeffrey out of my backpack, and I say, Hey, little buddy, I'm going to need you to go ahead a little ways. And I like take a little like crumpled breadcrumb out of my pocket and I like toss it as far as I can down the hallway so we can chase after it. <laughs> um yeah, he, he follows after it. You can hear him squeaking off in the distance. No explosions. No electricity. Nope.
1: nope.
3: Alright, well I shout back to the guys. Okay, it looks like we just have to get over this floor without touching the floor. The door's open.
1: Okay. Um, um Yeah. Jane, do we still are we still flying?
2: Um, well, apparently I yeah. wasn't, but I don't know if I would have stopped yours when I stopped mine. Um, and I, obviously, for my best and for our best interest, I would say I hadn't, but I have no <laughs> strong argument to make a good reason why.
0: There, there was like a landing just outside the door that you guys could be standing on. Um,
2: how far? What's the distance of this room? Like, how many? F- five. Units of distance is it? It's it's
1: twenty five square feet. It's like 5x5. Five five. What's, like,
2: what's the... Jumping is...
1: Yeah, what's the jump mechanic? No, no. Control-F, jump.
0: <laughs> I found jumper. You can be a jumper and go through worlds. It's exactly like the movie.
1: That movie was not as bad as I feel like I think it should be.
0: I think that that, yeah, that movie by, like, just by nature seems like it should be bad, and it's really good. Yeah, like it was fine.
2: Yeah, like, Ooh. I don't think it deserves, like, massive applaud or award, no. but it's worth the time to watch if you got something, like, if you flip by it on the TV or you see it on Netflix, you're like, ah, oh, I might yeah. to try it. It's like, yeah, yeah, you won't be wasting your time for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay, exactly. um,. They call it broad jump, but I'm assuming that means long jump. So two times basic move minus three feet. So yeah, so up. So if your move is six, six, it's
0: twelve minus three is a nine. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I can jump seven.
0: Okay, so you would be able to just like jump through the room.
2: Seems like it.
0: Yeah, I can do. There's enough of a landing. You take a little, little bit of a run at it, and you manage to angle yourself through. And Cade, you as well, because I think you're, yeah, you have a better, yeah, jump yeah. Than the fastest. Yeah, I
1: got a wicked jump.
0: Yeah. All right, and all three of you are in, and the door slams behind you. I guess all four of you. Pruct is with you. Five, Jeffrey.
1: Why didn't Sorry, Pruct- <laughs> sorry. forget about what? Jeffrey. Six, what?
2: Mech or Smack deserves to be counted. Thank you.
1: Why there didn't six... the the immortal being just walk down and like open the door for us? Did you ask him to? No, but why didn't we ask him to?
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's on us because like, I don't know if I would volunteer this and be like, yeah, I would love to be electrocuted for you guys. I'm sure he would. He seems pretty happy about our existence yeah. and I the fe- help we
1: provided, but... I feel like we're not using Pruct like the animated 10-foot pole that he is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah that's a good point right
0: as you're discussing the the pros and cons of using an immortal being as bait the room in front of you begins to hum ominously and almost with like a doppler effect this noise comes flying towards you and then as it reaches you and it reaches the crescendo of its sound You feel a rush of wind, and Pruct is swept away, and the sound trails back as all lights come up, and about a hundred feet away stands Kalimdor, with his fist raised high in the air, holding Pruct by the throat. And uh, I could use a refill, so... This is Dungeon Master Rick here with Hammer
2: the Gods. Do you enjoy socially awkward bards?
1: I pull out 50 gold and I put it in the guard's hand and say, Can I go see the snakes now? Dungeons and Dragons and mildly inappropriate humor.
3: Haha. Uh-huh. looks like Daniel's our new DM. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Did you just call me Daddy? I've been in here for 10 seconds
2: and we're already jumping straight to Daddy. All right.
1: And epic fantasy combined with alternate history, and a splash of Greek and other ancient mythologies thrown in for flavor.
0: Why do the other Olympians Are avoid Dionysus? Because all he
1: does is wine.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, Ooh, I, I'm praying to Daddy <laughs> now. So
1: then you'll love Hammer of the Gods. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, and if you really enjoy our show, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com. /hampod that's h a m m p o d
0: hey table help players it's ruin here we're just taking a quick coffee refill and as we do that we wanted to talk to you about some of the exciting possibilities that we have here in the natural 20 cafe join with me to do that is my co-host Cade
1: hey i'm still Cade uh from the beginning and now Uh, we have some really awesome things that we would love for you to be aware of first of all we have our patreon if you like the show and would like to support us more while getting some extra goodies along the way please consider checking us out on patreon at cantrips and coffee Uh, for a couple of bucks you can support us while also getting some amazing bonuses like our exclusive discord some extra special side podcasts that aren't released anywhere else as well as uncut episodes of this show you're listening to right now we're even funnier if you you don't filter us. You can also join us on all forms of social media we are
0: most active on Instagram and TikTok and uh, yeah we like to think we're funny and post funny things there and so uh, join in on the conversation and who knows maybe look forward to a contest or something that we throw at you once in a while but uh, with that I think those beans are being done brewing and we're going to get back into the episode and we're back and highly caffeinated as Kalendor raises procked above his head He looks him in the eyes for what has probably been the first time in centuries. And he says, We could have been great together. We could have had the entire universe in the palm of our hands. But you had to be so self-righteous, so damn judicial and moral. Why couldn't you leave well enough alone? And... Yeah, dude, breakups are hard. <laughs> he... All of a sudden, pulls Kalendor back through the air. and th- Or, sorry, pulls Prucked back through the air and throws him. And you see him wrapped in chains, floating 30 feet above the air. And... Kalendor returns his gaze back to you three seeing that Jody has already begun to shapeshift into his bear Jaden's mecha fully armed weapons at the ready and Cade raising his axe in a charging (laughs) stance shining his shoe (laughs) and he looks at the three of you and says I'll thank you for releasing me from my prison. With a quick death. And we begin combat.
2: Of course he had to be so hardcore. No freaking betraying. Switching sides last
1: minute.
0: <laughs> and the form he takes. Is of. A sinister looking wizard. He is of himself. But he has robes that flow. Probably. Probably. 10 feet longer than they should arms longer than you've ever seen them ending in tipped claws and This sinister look of pure hatred upon his face as he steps first into combat and he is going to launch some void magic at um, You know what? He's going to go for the mech because not knowing anything about the three of you guys and combat like from now in this world, uh he sees the mech as the most threatening.
2: He would.
0: So let's see. Roll to hit and success.
2: Does he have to roll to cast it? Uh yeah, sorry, it's a, a cast, yeah. And then he has to
1: roll the hit as well.
2: As You're
0: as well. right, thank you. You you are more versed in the magic than I am. So he rolls the cast correctly, and he also rolls uh, the hit.
2: I figured he would, but I would like to hope that maybe I could rule lawyers. My no, it's it. good. It's
0: it's like, it makes it that much harder to succeed, right? So that's good.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I fail my dodge. All
0: right, and you are going to take, Um. let's see...
2: Low damage, low damage, low damage, Two, low damage, four, no whammy.
0: 10, thirteen?
2: Okay. And uh, I have four resistance probably against that.
0: It will uh and it will reduce your because it's void, it will reduce your armor ratio by one.
2: Oh fun, fun, fun. All right. So <coughs> that would be Wait, how much damage did you say that was? 14. Yes. Yes. So, nice. so I have four Four health and smack. Oh, buddy. (laughs) I'm really sorry about this, bro.
1: All right, and it is Kate's turn with the highest initiative. Oh, goody. Um, Okay, so as we learned, my flamethrower isn't going to help anything. Um... Yeah, I'm just going to run up and kick him in the face, I think. Please do. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, That's a success to hit. Okay. Um. He is going to attempt a dodge.
0: Um. Because of his size, it's hard for him to dodge. Um. And he misses and so he takes the full brunt of your attack. Okay.
1: Oh I dropped a die. One here. Uh that's sixteen damage. Sixteen. Okay.
0: Perfect. Alright. And then it is off to
3: uh, Jody. Okay. How is he like right on us? Are we within attacking distance? Yeah, he, like, uh, like, kind of came forward, so, yeah. Okay, uh, well, I'm just going to, in bear form, rip out with a bite attack. Now, question for the GM. Does my extra attack advantage carry over to bear form?
1: Yeah, I think
3: so. Yeah, it said in the description of it that that kind of stuff is sort of up to the GM's discretion.
0: I think a bear could attack real quick
3: okay well I'm going to attack then with the claws and the bite uh, so I rolled a, another 4 on the bite attack okay. you get a dodge um, that's a crit so it hits automatically
0: Yeah. Um, and I believe you have to roll on the crit table I love
3: crit tables okay the system's <laughs> redeemed <laughs> well, do you know what page the crit tables on? I or should I had it marked on my F iPad, this? but I don't have it. I'm on my computer. Sorry. Uh, page
1: five fifty six. Yes, this okay. page or this system has five hundred and fifty six pages.
0: Uh, it's five hundred
1: and fifty six. S- yeah, I, I got it. Oh, sorry. Um, so I got an eight. If any
3: damage penetrates damage resistance, it inflicts double normal shock, up to a maximum penalty of minus eight. So it's like an extra crippling injury. So it adds penalties onto his actions. If the if the
2: so damage he'll be shocked if it
3: damage gets if any oh yeah if any damage penetrates damage resistance. It does. So okay. Uh, I rolled 8, 12, uh, 14 on the bite. Okay. Um, so he does not appear to be phased by the bite as you're like lashed onto his arm. All right. We'll follow up with the second attack with my claws. I roll a 7. So I hit. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a success. Okay. And damage is... Well, I don't think it's going to do anything. Nine does not. You rake the
0: claw across his face. He smiles and laughs it off. And, uh... See the... Go, ahead. Go ahead.
3: This is how I expected the bear to work in Marvel, but it was actually super overpowered. So I'm finally <laughs> getting like the just desserts here. <laughs> Alright, and Jaden.
2: Okay, so he's somewhat away from me, right? Like he's not like right in my face or anything.
0: Yeah, but. no, not unless
1: you want it to be. If you want it to be, I'll allow it, but if you want it to be a distance <clears> back, <throat> I'll also allow that.
2: No, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to run up on him by any means. I'm going to be throwing some shots at him from range. I am going to shoot at him with the musket that's strapped to the side of Smack. I like the idea of just like a very loosely made like like duct-taped rifle on the side that has like a little <laughs> finger that pulls the trigger. <laughs> Um what have we got there? Oh, just hit. Success? Oh solid. That's four D damage, boys. Nice. That did not add up to a lot of damage. That is nine damages or nine of piercing damage.
0: Nine piercing. Now how does piercing work again?
2: I don't remember. Oh,
1: it's- I know that my tactical suit like uses the higher one four piercing damage, but that's because it's a tactical suit. I think it's just like a type of damage. I'm just wondering if it like, if it, like
0: ignores um, um, armor. armor.
3: Uh, th- Penetrates, DR, three points per level. where do you see that? Under the... Well, I'm not sure if this is the same rules. This is for innate attacks, like for claws and stuff.
0: (laughs) Damage, resistance, and penetration.
2: Gun skill then if that's I think it's on
0: 378. Time. Maybe not. Hmm. Oh, I, I, I think I'm on the right track here. Bond with 378 armor divisors
1: and penetration modifiers. Hmm. I vote that it means it does, like, quadruple damage. What's the uh, piercing? Or... Yeah.
3: Like, is it small piercing? Piercing plus large piercing or large piercing plus? Because it's not confusing at all.
2: (laughs) That (laughs) might have something to do with equipment.
0: Okay, so basically it's like you take that number and you divide it by... Um, you divide it by the divisor, and that's how much gets through the damage. So, like, cool. Cade's armor of 20, or was 20, um, if your piercing is 2, it would reduce it down to 10, and he takes whatever damage is left over. So, whatever your piercing divisor is.
2: I'm assuming that that's gotta be tied to my weapon, because I can't think of anything else it would be. There's nothing about piercing on it This is not looking like it's gonna come out like a great thing musket Yeah, rifle musket I just see accuracy range weight rate of fire shots Something called st. I don't know what that means bulk recoil cost and LC. I don't know. We can probably just... No, it's okay. It
0: it has piercing plus, so I don't know what that turns out to be. 4D piercing plus.
2: Jody had that chart that was talking about that. I don't know where that is, though. Got it. Shouldn't have shot my rifle is what I got here. Okay, you said I got piercing plus. Oh, yeah. I see what it is. It says large piercing.
3: But what is that's his damage type? Uh, the wounding modifier is an injury. On that three seventy nine says large piercing is times one point five to the damage that goes through the DR.
2: Oh, so it's just if I make it through his DR, then I do more damage. Yeah. With piercing.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. No, okay. All right. Well, sorry that took so long. It's uh, long. yeah, he appears to shake that off a bit. Off.
2: Okay times 1.5 damage if I get through though.
0: Okay. And it is back to uh, is back to him. And so being that Jody has him uh, biting and and right up in the grill uh, he is going to reach out with a claw to try to attack at Jody. Uh, And he
3: rolls to strike you across the face. Okay, across the maw try and parry and I will succeed I got a 10
0: alright well then you as you see his claw coming towards your face you take a bear like paw and smack his away and it is Cade's uh,
1: turn Um. so just real quick would the claw that he's using be considered an unarmed strike yes then I believe that Jody gets to roll damage for his parry because if you're parrying against someone with an unarmed strike, it says that you do damage well, against that limb that they are striking you with. I That's, want to
3: agree, but it also counts <clears> that <throat> as an innate attack or an innate weapon or something like that. So I'll leave that up to you. I'd like. To yeah, you can do damage. roll damage. Yeah, him.
1: you roll damage on it. Cool.
3: That's a cool That's rule actually.
0: 12. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't go through? It does go through as you take your claw and instead of just merely batting away you strike it all the way down the forearm shredding it and dealing a significant damage and seeing this he backs up for a second and looks at his arm and seeing the, just the ribbons <coughs> of void coming out of it and he shakes his head and with his good hand wags a finger at you, before then casting three creatures in front of each of you. And they appear to be similar to the the being that held the lever in the void swamp. And each one of them looks ready to fight you right up in your face.
2: So wait, is there nine of them, or is there one? So in there's front one of in front of each of, each of, of, each of you? Okay, Mm -hmm. cool, because I had three in front of each, and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to fight one of them, let alone nine.
0: Uh, We are going to keep regular initiative order, though. So that was um, Jody's attack? Uh,
2: No, that was
0: his his reaction. reaction. Yeah, it should be my turn. So it is now Cade's attack.
1: Okay. Um, So there's one right in front of me. Mm -hmm. Before I do anything with that, um, so you said that Calendor's like, arms are big and huge. Is the rest of him proportionate still?
0: No, it's like he's been elongated as (sighs) he's being stretched through space.
1: Okay. So, I've got some shenanigans. And you are fully free to say no. So, I, on my turn, ran up and I kicked him in the face. So, I assume that I'm directly in front of... Or at least fairly close to Calendor. Right? If he's all elongated I would assume that like when you say all, you also include like face and head region. Yeah. So I have that weird ass grenade that we got. You do. Can I try to launch that into his mouth? <laughs> yes. Now We said that it's not, like, a normal grenade, right? It's not, like, fire It was, like, a void grenade or something. Like, there was something special about it. Okay, so in that case, then, he shouldn't be resistant to it in the same way that he's resistant to fire. So I'm going to try... Even though this thing just popped out in front of me, I'm going to take it and, like, just try to throw it into Calendor's mouth.
0: (laughs) Right into the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) do it.
1: Okay, so now... I looked up the throwing, and I didn't take throwing as like an ability, but the default is just DX minus 3. So I have to roll... You know what? He's so big. Minus 2. Okay, so I have to roll below 11. And I super do. I roll a 10. Um, So that does 5d10 damage as normal. Is there any bonus to it because it's now inside his head? (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, no, but he. I just rolled for a dodge, and he did not dodge it, so it goes right in.
1: Excellent. Alright, so 5D damage. Um, it's that's 8, 16, 18 damage of void damage inside his noggin. So,
0: do you see what looks like this massive outpouring so, so incredibly split-second quick of void magic that then collapses back in in upon itself before then he all of a sudden just like burps loudly like belches (laughs) out remaining void as it falls from his mouth and you can see for one second as he sways there and is looking fairly dazed as if he's like had too much to eat or drink or something like that Um, and he he looks up over at you and he's like ah, a little bit of, a little bit of heartburn i guess but ah, yeah. and the way he's breathing you can tell that like he's trying to shake it off but it it, it definitely did some sort of internal damage it's hard cool. to tell just what though but not liking what you've just done to him he's like I guess I'll have to start taking this fight serious. And from his one good hand, he, um, he all of a sudden takes his clawed fingers and stretches them outwards. And it begins to rearrange and reshape into what appears to be the head of a shark. While in his other hand... He brings about, it looks like like a giant wooden vine or tree trunk-like tentacle. Before then, his head completely morphs into a helmet in the shape of a wolf. And his entire torso <clears throat> goes into like... It looks like some sort of, like, tank-like structure. It is just this abnormal and strange-looking concoction that, in the back of your mind, you know that he is calling upon the same powers as, like, the planes of existence that he once created and controlled.
1: I assume that throwing a grenade into a deity's mouth uh, probably takes my action.
3: It does indeed. Oh, okay, figured figured as much. We're gonna go on to Jody. Um, I'm going to do a double attack on the uh, creature that's in front of me. Okay. Succeed on the first one. Rolled an eight. Okay. Alright, roll damage.
0: 19. Your, um, what were you doing to
3: attack? Like, your claws or your your biting? Uh, first one is a claw, so I just, uh, straight up swipe across center mass. Your swipe
0: across center mass completely cuts him in half. It's almost Mm -hmm. as if his body wasn't as completely, like, material as you were expecting it to be and as if it's like this like slinky falling down uh the stairs Mm -hmm. each side
3: splits into like
0: a
1: tumble
3: Mm -hmm. all right um so for this second attack can i do the move and attack maneuver with the minus six penalty i don't know how that works let's say yes i like it it. okay well, then I'd go to the one that spawned near Cade because he used his action to throw the grenade. And I will make an attack. Thanks, man. Uh, I believe that I make it anyway with this penalty because the bear's stats are really high with the club and stuff. So minus six. Yes. I rolled 14, so I made it. So uh,
0: seeing this... this This brute, this void brute, uh, seeing Cade launch this grenade, it kind of turns to uh, try to run out of his way, because he's like, I don't know if this thing, I don't know if Cade has another one of these, or whoever this dude is, Mm -hmm. I don't know if he has another one of these, I'm not sticking around to face it. And he then looks and turns directly directly towards you, and he kind of like tumbles out of the way as he sees your claws coming towards him, and he will not be hit. Okay, okay. and Jaden...
2: Um, are the two guys within ex- uh, a yard of each other? No. Oh, dang. I want to hit them with that sweet, sweet explosive fireball, but no such no luck. Oh, wait. Target, anyone closer? To Those further away divide damage by three times. Their yards rounded down. How many yards apart would you say they are?
0: Um, probably yards. Ugh. Um, three.
2: Or, or yeah units or whatever they're called, they call them because they change it a lot. There's always a different yeah. name somewhere. If it's
0: yards, it's like three yards. If it's units,
2: uh, yeah,
0: it's- I guess it'd still be it'd be five? I don't know. Um, three yards is how many feet? Just equate it to 20. meters. It's close enough. All right.
1: Isn't a yard three feet?
2: yeah I
0: think so so it'd be nine feet away
2: oh yeah I'll just stick with attacking one It's even my best move Uh, I'm just gonna yeah aim my rifle at one of them I'm not really too worried about which one and take a shot at that guy that is a success one under roll damage oh buddy that's 4d coming your way Again, that's the exact same damage the last time I used my rifle. Nine damage.
0: Well, luckily for you, two ones and a two. You aim the rifle directly into his face and it blows through him and he slumps to the floor. Good. And with that, Calendor turns on all of you. And with his tree like tentacle, he's going to do a sweeping motion that is going to attempt to hit all of you. So all of you will have to dodge at the same time.
1: I failed my damage. Oh I critically failed. <laughs> well, I, I rolled failed. seventeen. Not, critical, yeah. not good.
0: So he is going to deal twenty damage.
1: Okay, so then I should and what type this just like regular damage.
0: Yeah, it's just like blunt
3: damage.
1: Okay, so I should take three of that then.
3: Yeah, I take eight. If I was not in bear form, I would have taken all of my current HP. Jaden, how much. What
2: was that again? Sorry?
3: How much damage? Twenty.
2: Oh, yeah, that just. That crater smack. So, for the damage that rolls over, would that hit my guy, or is it just smacks dead and he consumes all of the damage?
1: I would say
0: it, he consumes all the damage and smacks dead. Okay. So you would be able this to step out. Now, the nice thing is, is that um, while, like, your uh, rifle and things would be t- toast, you still have magic on your own.
2: You better believe I do. Not that much of it, though. Well. I got a couple of casts. Hopefully it's enough.
0: Well, it, with that it is uh, Cade's turn as uh, smack the top of it is completely blown apart, and then Jaden just stands there being like ah ah, ah and like
1: hops out. <laughs> All right. Um. So the the beast that was summoned in front of me, Jody killed that one, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, I'll just take a a kick at calendar because i don't okay. really have anything else i can do that's gonna do anything uh, yeah that should be a success to hit that's a six uh, yes roll for damage okay uh eh, not great uh, five nine uh, 15 damage
0: 15 yeah. Okay, uh, Kalandor is having a harder time um, dodging attacks. It, his massive form kind of slows him down. But interestingly enough, um, whereas before you got the sense that your attacks weren't doing the full impact, this seems to, like, every, every like, because you're using your, your kicking attack, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so every hit of your feet seems to just land exactly as you would expect, and you hear the cracking of branches and bones and steel. Nice.
3: <clears throat> and it is uh, Jody's turn. Okay, second last turn that I can keep the bear going. Um, I think I want to, like... Can I like focus attacks on the arm that he sweeped us with to try and like keep it tangled up so we can't do it again? I think you'd have to do like a grapple maneuver. Yeah, I kind of think so too. But I also kind of feel since the, the attacks are actually landing and he doesn't he's not cranking the damage resistance out this time, I might just do a double attack.
1: That's I think fair. I'm gonna do that. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'm just gonna do two claws. So first one hits with a seven. Uh, Roll damage, or are you dodging? Dodge. Hits. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, so same thing. Like,
0: um, so you you hit, you hit the branch thing. Uh, sure. Yeah. So, like, you managed to break off a sizable portion of it. Um, and you can see that it's, like, slowly, very, very slowly regrowing. There's, like, leaves and stuff sprouting. But it looks like it's taking a long time.
3: Okay, well, then, second attack, I'll bite it for a nine, which would be a hit for me. Uh, so he is going to. Um,
0: you're not sure if, like, maybe you misjudged it a bit, like, that you weren't expecting the first bit to bust off like it did. And so when you go to do your second bite, you you don't quite hit it. All right. Uh, Jaden,
2: um, from just a quick glance, does it look like I could relatively easily or with, you know, a certain amount of within roughly one second, would I be able to free, uh, Pruct from where he's up on the chains? Or does it even seem like he'd be worth freeing at this point? That's a question I should ask.
0: Um, I mean, you would be able to tell that, like, um, you know what? Roll me an intelligence.
2: Okay. That's good. That is a seven. Yeah. My intelligence is four.
0: So you get the sense that, like, he's probably going to stay there until Kalendor's, like, done this fight. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing that suggests that he's going to be, like,. Um, a target or anything here um or that he's even going to be like um sought after um it seems like he's been put there for like safekeeping
2: there's no laser beam coming his way or nothing yeah exactly okay 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 are we so we just are we just beating him up uh, i like the idea of us like journeying to find the cosmic destroyer and then we just like just gang beat him <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I'm assuming I don't see anything else really of note in this space. No,
0: it's, it's like, for all intents and purposes, it's a fairly blank room. Like, it it looks like it's literally just
3: so that Kalandor could try to defeat you. Yeah, I was gonna ask where the the dagger was, deicide.
2: It dissolved when we touched it, I believe, right?
1: On my turn, I was gonna. Cade is DSM. Yeah, on my turn, I was gonna, like, check my pockets to see if I, like, Harry Potter'd it, and all of a sudden the Philosopher's Stone was in my pocket the whole time. Because that's. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I don't okay. think so. <laughs>
0: no, no, you did, you did not. You would not find it. No. Alright, well.
2: well. Then I am going to throw a lightning at him, and I'm going to dump all of my points, get a four D if I can hit him with it. So, that's a successful cast at a seven, and that should be a hit still? Yeah, I just hit.
0: Uh, how much damage? Because he is too busy dealing with the fact that one of his limbs was just busted off to be able to see the lightning coming at him.
2: Oh, beautiful. That is sweet 4D. Does lightning give me any extra cool things like see it shocked or anything? Um, if the target is wounded, so if he takes damage from it, I should have probably read this for our future or our past fights, but whatever. Um, he must make a health roll at minus 1 Per 2 HP suffered or be stunned. So we'll see how much damage I hit. That is... Oh man, I keep rolling a bunch of dice and just getting 2s and 1s. That is another 7, 9, 10. I got one more damage than the last time. Nice. So he'd have to make it a... So he'd get minus 5 to a health roll to see whether he's stunned or not.
0: Okay, minus five to a health roll.
2: Oh, if he takes all that damage, how much damage would he take from that lightning bolt?
0: Um, 10 you, you said it was ten? Uh, yeah. So he would take four.
2: Four? So it would be minus two, sorry. So a health roll minus two. Uh,
0: fail. So he will take that damage too.
2: Uh, it just means he's Oh, stunned. he's
0: stunned. stunned. Okay, well, uh, he is stunned for how long?
2: And he. Uh, he can attempt a health roll each turn to
0: recover. Okay. Still at minus two, it can or
2: to be a health. It just says attempt a health roll, so I feel like he just gets to do it straight up at that. Point.
0: Okay, fair enough. Well, it is his turn, so he will try. As he you rain this bolt of lightning upon him, and he does that like very comedic, like arms outstretched, vibrating, <laughs> and uh, he tries to then shake it off and. He's going to move forward with his his, uh, shark head um, as he is able to resist being stunned, but he cannot attack this round. So it is going to go on to Cade. Uh,
1: I'm a kick him again. (laughs) I'm a kick him. Uh, I kick him real good. Five out of 14.
0: he be able to dodge from this? I feel like he'd be able to dodge. He got out. Uh, But he does not dodge so go ahead and deal damage.
1: Uh, Sick. 12, 15, (laughs) 21 damage. Wow. Got a good one. <laughs> I love
2: the idea of a guy in armor with this cool axe and some dark magic, and all he does is just walks up and kicks people. And it's his best <laughs> well, move. It does like
1: far and away the most damage. <laughs> yep,
2: that's
0: fair. So you you begin just unleashing these blows upon the, like tank portion of his body, blowing apart the entire. Yeah. um lower section and he is going to suffer some uh, movement penalties there um, nice. as he's unable to move well uh, move as as quickly should we say
3: and it is uh, Jody's, turn. Uh, Jody's turn okay last turn as the bear in this entire adventure um the end of an era. I'd like to run away and just curl up into a ball and enjoy my time being a bear out of the combat. <laughs> no. I'm going to do the same thing I did the other turns. Uh, 14, which would be a hit for me with the bear stats. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be a hit for me in human form.
0: Uh, that, is a hit. Uh, that is a hit. As he, uh, with the, the bottom section of his tank being... Utterly obliterated by kicks, no less. Uh, He is unable to move out of the way and resist being hit by
3: the bear Uh, So I do 16 with this one 16 damage 16 damage. Yeah, wow.
0: Okay. Well as uh, as you Just lay like lay into him. We'll say that like you run up the the Devastated portion of the tank and begin tearing at the chest portion with biting and clawing and um, He kind of slumps over Under all of that damage and you stand there and reverting back to human and he looks at you with one eye and he says You don't understand. I am a god. You cannot destroy the one who can create worlds. You can only look on and wish you were one of us. And with that, he raises his hand to the ceiling and pulls Proct out of the cage. And in just like the quickest motion, he pulls towards him as if Pruct were nothing more than a puppet on strings, and in his giant maw, he absorbs Pruct, and together in a ball of, of light that resembles the void magic from the swamp, they reform before your eyes into a single being with demonic looking wings and robes flowing and tattered and in their hand they hold the deicide they are only slightly larger than an average man though and as if both of their voices speak at once they say you have seen the end
1: I want to kick him in the shins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be Jaden's turn first.
2: Okay. So he has the dagger in his hand like ready to stab Proct, right?
0: So he has absorbed Proct and they are we oh, they are wielding the diaside as a weapon.
2: Brutal. How dare they pull this maneuver on us? I don't really have anything to like take it away from him and stab him with it. I don't want him doing anything at this moment, so I'm going to hit him with uh, Rooted Feet. Let's lock him down So for a minute. At a minute in this game, that's going to take a long time. So that that seems the move at this point. Um, so let me just say, I guess every turn he does get to make a... This is another resistance roll, I don't know what that means, but let's, let's see about casting this puppy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, it has to be under a 19, so I definitely succeed.
0: So, as you cast... Now, would Rooted... It's called Rooted Feet? Yeah. So, as would Rooted Feet, like... Do you imagine it as actual roots coming up from the ground and, like, grabbing? Or do you imagine it, like, their feet, like, morph towards the ground?
2: I had a thought, since it was, like, the representation of my gravity abilities, that it was more or less oh, that he right. gets, like, so heavy that he's, like... All of his strength goes to holding himself up versus, like, being able to move at all.
0: Right. I forgot that it was a representation of the gravity. So, like, every everybody in this room feels slightly heavier, as if it's this, like, area effect. But, like, you guys also don't feel so heavy that you're unable to move. But you hear this almost, like inverse of noise and like clanging as it's like the entire material space uh, shifts around you and compresses downwards. Um, and right as the arid, proct calendar, this monstrosity that they've become right. As they're about to uh, compress downwards, he flits out of existence and he appears, ten or uh, sorry, uh, fifty feet to the left, and he says, "I may have fallen for that at one time, but I have thought better of this now." And it does not appear to have the effect that you had intended.
2: Bastard! How dare he? How dare he resist that? Well, that would be my turn, I would assume then.
0: And he he stands there. As if he's just waiting, and he doesn't appear to move. Cade, you you think that you might have the opportunity to take it,
1: to take the Dia side,
0: uh, just to take action.
1: Oh, um, do I get the sense that now that they're fused, Kellamvor or Kellamdoors, um, like resistance, like his immunities are still. Prevalent. Uh, roll me an intelligence. Um, but I'm stupid. R-F-B. Ruin.
0: Yeah, no intelligence. I want intelligence for this.
1: But I'm stupid. Ruin. I don't know. I got a twelve over eleven. So. Uh, uh, uh
0: you know what? Uh, I'm gonna give you a plus one, and I have a very specific reason for it. Okay, so it's gonna okay. succeed. All okay. right. I was already. I was already thinking about what I could give you. Um, you think about how when he changed forms and he used the planes of existence to power himself, you wonder if that might have reverted his invulnerabilities back to weaknesses. As if it, like, undid the protections that he had placed upon himself.
1: Sick. I'm gonna level my nose flamethrower at him. (laughs) And blast away. Um, So... uh Uh, That's a success to hit He uh
0: You you see it coming towards him And just as the flames Lick out towards him And brush upon his skin He flits out of existence And rephases 50 feet to the right And he says Just when you thought You had the better of me don't think that you can defeat me so easily. But there appears to be some, like, raggedness in his breathing as he says that. His ro- throw his remaining there. tattered robes are on fire. I'll throw that out there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should maybe do some readied actions and I'll attack them all at once, see if that gets somewhere. Yeah. So like, as soon as he like pops up in the next spot, like, I'll attack first, then someone, you know, when he pops the next spot, they attack. When he pops in the next spot, that other person attacks.
1: Yeah. He seems to only be able to teleport about 50 feet, and usually to the right. Yeah. 50 <laughs> feet in a lateral <laughs> direction. Line of sight, maybe? Mm-hmm.
2: Does anyone not have a range attack that they can use?
3: I'm good. I've got my mag. My flamethrower is all I got. Okay.
2: It sounds like we can coordinate this, then. I feel like.
3: Okay. I'm into it. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. So I don't know what turn order is right now, but whoever's got the first two turns out of the three of us should take ready maneuvers.
1: Uh it would be Jody next.
0: Yeah, I or will is do it that.
2: Wait. I can't remember. Whichever one lets you stop and prepare for an event. I can't remember if it's ready or wait, yeah. but I think it's ready.
0: So uh Jody's gonna yeah. ready its action. Yeah. Jaden you're gonna ready your action. Describe to me, both of you describe to me, how it is that you ready your action. Like, what stance does your character take?
3: Just gonna take a two-handed shooting stance and aim at, like, the place that I saw him right before he teleported the last time.
1: Okay.
2: I am going to take the position of a Care Bear stare as my <laughs> lightning bolt glows and like gets a little bit brighter in my chest as the time proceeds by. That tracks.
0: That totally tracks. <laughs> Alright, and then it goes back to the initiative order, and this time Kalandor takes one last flitting motion before appearing in front of all three of you. And, go- and he has one hand on the ground, kneeling as if he says, Can't you... As if he, as if he's like holding himself up with every last inch of energy that he might have. He's, can't you understand? I am time immortal. I am the end all and be all, the alpha and the omega. And he's going to take one last lash out at Cade.
1: He can try.
2: <laughs> this is when Cade finally. <clears throat> finally.
1: Emerges. <laughs> I do was <laughs> wow. 9 out oh, no. 9 <laughs> Strikes
0: out With the deicide Cade Like ducks down And it goes right over his head And then it's Cade's turn To attack and Cade what do you do
1: uh, because I know that the other two guys are ready, uh, I'm gonna lift back up my flame, no, my my nose flamethrower, turn sideways like a cool guy, uh, and blast it. <laughs> All right, and go ahead. I, I hit with
0: my roll. Roll damage as he crit fails.
1: Uh, how's fourteen burn damage?
0: Whoa as he is engulfed with flames and his robes burn to a crisp around him and fall off in ash he is completely both hands on the ground deicide in his right just don't you understand don't you get it every bit of me is this universe if you destroy me, you destroy everything.
1: And I, uh, I walk up closer to him and I say, "Bitch, you haven't looked at my character sheet. I have chronic depression." Boom! And I blast him away. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we <we're> initiative. <laughs> oh, leader, so that all was right. Cool.
3: I get it. I passed my turn <laughs> to allow this scene to happen. <laughs>
0: Jada, it's up to you if you to pass or take your
2: turn. I mean, I feel like if it looks like Cade's got this, I don't think I would steal the glory of him, like, taking this fair final enough. moment and be like, ha ha! ha.
0: Right, well, fair enough. Uh, so you just, like, completely just drench him in flames. And, like, as if you're just trying to toast him to a crisp. And he collapses on the ground, but he's still holding the side, and he attempts oh, to yeah. get up
3: i guess we need that don't we <laughs> Probably. yeah well i think we need to stab him with so it I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass it back to jody as kate has taken two turns. uh i would l- try and grab the dagger okay can you just rule- walk well, hold on i've had i've had this schrodinger's advantage the whole time and i've been waiting to cash it in So I put 20 points into it, and I can redeem it for a double that amount of points advantage. Can I have telekinesis just so I can stylishly pick up the dagger from afar? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I just learned the force right here, right now. I grab the dagger. So as,
0: as Kalandor struggles to pick himself up off the ground after he's been roasted alive uh he momentarily lets slip of the deicide and jody uses the telekinesis to lift it up through the air and bring it close to his palm before sending it flying back into the heart of kalendor doing an infinite untold amount of damage And everything around you... (laughs) Infinite D6. (laughs) (laughs) Everything around you shatters before your eyes and each one of you goes flying through a world of colors you've never seen before. Before all comes crashing down upon you in blackness. And then you, one by one, wake up. Each one of you sees a separate tent above you and as you rise up from the soft underinflated air mattress you lift the flap of your tents and look out at the slow smoldering flames of the fire from the night before and as if you all had this weird eerie similar dream you think Man, that's the last time I do that again. And you walk over, grab a stump, look at Ruin, who seemingly has been prodding at the fire for the last while, who says, God, I thought you guys were going to sleep all day. What the hell's wrong with you? You definitely never do that thing again. And then each one of you smiles before simultaneously saying, yeah, but man, do I have a story for you this is the one tabletop game that went horribly wrong and that's it <laughs> that's the end of season two if you've been with us this whole time uh thank you so much for following this crazy story that made absolutely no sense at points and uh hopefully you enjoyed Kerps. look out for our review um but uh with that uh i don't know guys um I'm out of coffee, so that means it's time to go.